Texas. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. from the cannons when the smoke clears we're still standing we stand our ground hear it in my head. All right, folks. Pac-Man and the Rev here. Welcome. Welcome. We're having a little technical difficulties here. We'll get it figured out in just a second. And We're working on it. You know, this is the beauty of live radio, Dave. Where I pack, <laughs> we're uh, we're always challenged to uh, make sure we're going out right. And I want to do a couple of quick shout outs for uh, first of all, hello, Hi. my uh, my lovely wife Cheryl. And that's, uh, um, hello, we're still working through some issues here. Okay. Um, anyway, so my lovely wife, Cheryl, and the, uh, also my good friend, Eric, Eric Williams. And he's, uh, he's, um, I think he's off today. He's got to work tomorrow, but, uh, Eric... If you're out there, buddy, high fives to you. And uh, uh, Deb, another person. These are people from my survival school. And uh, they're uh, they're important people. They're good friends. And All right, here we go. Just, uh, <laughs> I can hear you now. Yeah, no, that was just, uh, we just had the uh, microphone set up on the wrong plug-in there, and, or actually not even. Uh, kind of weird. Anyway, we're here. We're live. 
Pack joining uh, joining the broadcast. So, uh, thank God. I thought I was going to have to do it by myself, and I was fumbling. Oh, you can manage. Oh, you can man, manage. I'm telling you. Uh, so, you know, you're in the midst of some shout outs, but uh, I'm going to welcome myself to the show here real quick. And uh, how uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I got to tell you, I've, you know, I. Uh, I'm seeming to become absent-minded lately, kind of, kind of like you know, could be like some early onset stuff. So, uh, but you know, I, I got to tell you, we're having uh, the survival school is so cool. The um, you know, we're we're not overwhelming the Carbon Valley Library. That's where we have our show. That's in Firestone now, or our training class. I, I almost thought you were going to say something about carbon footprint. <laughs> no, like, no. Well, yeah. yeah I and I was going to say, keep on doing it because I'm really enjoying this global warming right now. Like, the fact that it's the middle of January and uh, I don't have to run the defrost at 6.30 in the morning when I get up to take the kids to school. It's pretty cool. I like it. I can live with it. Well, and, uh, you know, it, it leads me to ask the question, you know, when we had that deep freeze and, you know, that was an Arctic dip in the in the Arctic weather front. In the jet stream, yeah. essentially. And, and it could make a place as far south as Colorado go down to negative 13. And so I got to ask, how cold do the polar bears need it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if, if it's that cold up there all the time, does, I, Al, does Al Gore really know what he's talking about? Or does he just know how to sell a good story? You know, well, you know, and we've talked about this. And, and like <laughs> Mr. Gore, he he flies his carbon footprint, enormous, horrible personal twin engine jet Lear. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's a Lear. It could be one of a dozen different jets. But he flies that to the uh, to the summit at, and and that's in Europe, of course. What's the town it was in? I, uh, I don't remember what the last one was in. Uh, there was one. There was the original like Paris Climate Accord or whatever, and then they recently did another one. Uh, I have no idea. Well, but, anyway, the uh, they're meeting, of course, to handle the. Uh, uh, here's what they're really doing. Here's the bottom line, is they're getting together to decide how they can control you, me, and the rest of the public out there and and essentially say, you can do this and you can't do that. But their emphasis is on the can't word. Well, I mean, what Biden, Biden is uh, putting restrictions now on liquid natural gas exports from the U.S., not allowing them to be exported. And the, the you know, my question on that is... The cleanest is, fuel well, not on only, the planet, not only is I might it, add. Yeah, not only is it the cleanest fuel uh, and most energy efficient for what it is, but the uh, the impact that it has on the companies and the economy that export those. But... They're not just exporting that around the world for free, so they're losing money. But companies also aren't just importing it because they've got <clears throat> nothing better to do, or countries. So, you know, you're limiting a fuel source that many 
third world countries are dependent upon. Well, and not just that, but and, even European countries. Yes, because yeah, so liquefied natural gas is the fuel that runs 90% of the furnaces in America. Yeah, and, and, and so you're, what you're really doing is you're just limiting what you're sending out to countries that are dependent upon that product. So you're deciding that because you got a lot of pressure from your climate hounds and, uh, and you're worried about them not giving you the votes you want, you're going to now make the rest of the world suffer because of your career ambitions. Yeah, so essentially, essentially what they're saying is we want to limit your carbon footprint, yours. All the listeners to this station, they want to limit your carbon footprint so they can blow theirs up to anything they want. And that's what they do. It's it's basically uh, slavery. Yeah, I'm going to keep my numbers high, but I'm going to but I'm going to keep the average low by taking away from you. That's right. And you know they, they yeah it's it's ridiculous. You know we you you see that we've talked about it several times before. We call it, you know call it the whole lying by statistics thing, and you know it's like kind of like where. You see all these people that are huge fans of socialism and and those type of uh, governments will constantly give you examples like, oh, well, look at Norway. Look at Norway. Look at all the wonderful things about it, which is the only thing they can ever name, by the way, is a couple of Scandinavian countries. But <clears throat> what they don't look at is uh, here in America, we post the same exact numbers and qualities that they do in that country, especially if you divide it by looking at it demographically. Most of Norway is – White, above-average income, Norwegian ancestry. If you took that same demographic of people here in America, you took wealthier class people and you compared the statistics group by group, they're posting the same numbers and the same things that are happening over there. Yeah. It's just when you when you add in the fact that we have 330 million people versus them who don't even have the same number of people we have in the state of Colorado – the averages round out. You don't have all these above super high posted numbers because while those numbers still exist in your larger population, you also have a lower numbers that average it out. Right. So it really has nothing to do with what the uh, you know with what better system they're running. The smaller test group you apply as something to, the higher number output you're going to get out of that test group. There you go. But anyways, folks, we're going to go on a quick break, and we're going to get uh, get a little bit more focused here and get this show started and rolling for you. So stick with us, nail that dial shut, and uh, we'll see you in a minute. Super fluid clothes. Don't change that channel. Hey, honey, I've been looking all over for you. The radio says there's an emergency. What are you doing down here? I heard that, too. So I'm down here checking our preps, making sure we got enough Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. I hope we do. We need Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. It's so sweet and creamy, comes in all the flavors I love, and it's essential in an emergency. Yeah, and it melts in your mouth. They have vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and a lot of other exciting flavors. It needs no refrigeration, and it lasts for 25 years. But I can't find it anywhere. Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. I ate all the Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry ice cream. No! 
that this happened to your family? You need good snacks and treats for the moments that matter, especially when it's ice cream that doesn't melt. Go to RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and stock up on Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry ice cream and candy today. Again, the website is RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. Hi there, it's Kathy from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. I have a maintenance tip to keep your dryer in tip-top shape. Having good clearance in the back, not allowing the vent to be kinked, and check your outside vent for hot and heavy airflow. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. All right, we are back. You know, I... uh, I think I've got a bit of OCD here because while my mic is set up perfectly and making good sound, it just it looks in my line of vision to be just a little tilted off, and it's bothering me for some reason. <laughs> but uh, but uh, anyway, so just before the break, we were just kind of rambling on about uh, nonsense, but we do have a couple shout-outs that we really want to uh, bring to our listeners' attention here, and one is involving an up-and-coming show. Now, if you're longtime listeners of us, you know that we used to do a lot of Northern Colorado gun shows and stuff like that, and the promoter of those shows has decided that he didn't want to do the Northern Colorado gun shows anymore, but he does have another event coming up. Oh, man, yeah. And I'll tell you, this one is cool. This is the long survival and prepper show okay so here you go you know are you ready for a natural disaster you know you and i we just could you survive for days weeks or even months without power uh and and have you thought about it what it what it means to prepare for the worst the longmont survival and prepper show is something you need to attend and i'll tell you why long term Here's here's just a sample of some of the vendors that are going to be there. Long-term food storage vendors, solar power vendors, bug-out kits, tactical gear, and so much more. And a lot of it will be available for purchase. It's not just come in and look at what's going on. Yeah, it's not, it's not a B2B show. Like, I mean, there's going to be on-table products to purchase. But even more importantly, that kind of ties in with what you're saying is it gives you that networking ability <clears throat> and you you meet the companies that are going to provide you with the things that you need to achieve your prepping goals and, and I, you know that's that's a pretty big deal you know it's infinitely harder to do things on your own than it is in a group of like-minded individuals. Well, you're going to be in a show with not only like-minded vendors, but also like-minded customers, people that are in your exact position. And and guess what? I I was invited to be a speaker at the show because he's going to have lectures and seminars. And so what's really cool about this is You'll get a mini presentation of exactly what I teach, Um, but 
we need to let you know. It's just a little over a month and a couple days away. It's March 2nd and 3rd, which is just, you know, we're almost, the month's almost over. Yeah, and we've got so, the shortest month of the year coming that's up. That's right. So, you know, it's it's not as far around the corner as it seems. And uh, so if you're, if you're hearing this... Uh, you might want to start putting the list together of things that you're searching for to uh, to meet your your desired prepper goals so you have an idea of what you're looking for when you get in there because even if you don't find it, odds are this community of people is going to know where to get absolutely, it. Absolutely, absolutely. And get your pencils out, folks. Write down this address. It's going to be at the exhibit building at 9595 Nelson Road. Longmont, Colorado. So that's right on the Boulder County Fairgrounds, March 2nd and 3rd, 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont. But guess what? If you have a... uh, you know, if you have a phone that lets you ask for directions, you just say, I need directions to the Boulder County Fairground. Once you get even close, there's going to be signage to direct you how to get there. And 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 here's another thing. like You, you need to prioritize this because this is not a monthly show. One this time. is not this is not like the old gun shows of of yesterday where if you miss this one there was one coming up in a month this is a one time deal a so, one time uh, show in fact it's so one time i don't even know if they have a website set up for it no um, you well, you could go to peshows.com oh okay so you could go shows. to the same shows that you used to be able to go to for the PE gun shows. To the website. And, right. and find out about this. Now they have – you can find PE shows on both Facebook and uh, and Instagram. They have their own uh, – I believe Instagram because that's associated with Facebook. But you, they have their own social media and they also have uh, – you know they have their own website at peshows.com. So right. you'll be able to find – Just Google it. Yeah, contact numbers, probably directions and other information pertaining to this show. But again, this is not going to be a uh, a yeah. if you not miss a if you miss event. yeah if you miss March third and fourth is that what it was second, second and third. second and third you're not going to be able to go back April second and third like this is this is it this is a one time opportunity and uh, uh, what was that address again okay I, I just want to I want to keep repeating that you so. bet it's at ninety five ninety five Nelson Road in Longmont Colorado and <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> <clears throat> what I think is is neat about this is, you know, we would love Justin to make this a permanent event every couple, three months. But right now, this is a one-time event. And, uh, you know, so if you're a vendor, if you're a vendor who's interested in getting your product in front of That's somebody. That's another thing, yeah. I mean, or, if, if you're somebody who, who dabbles in this kind of stuff as a business... This is a huge opportunity. That's right. I mean, this this could be one of the one of the most economically affordable ways to get your business out in front of your direct customer base. You know, and I always throw my phone number out there. If you guys are having problems, uh, you can't find it. Call me three zero three eight zero nine three three four three. Once again. 303-809-3343. And, and I'll tell you what, I, just to give you a sample of what I'm going to personally talk about at this lecture seminar, um, you know, I've been 
in okay, I'm going to reveal my age here, and you guys probably all know I'm not all that young. Uh, coming up on my uh, 70th birthday this year. Yep. But okay, and it, he's he's he. Mind you, folks, he's entered the five minute craft stage of his life. <laughs> so he's he is tinkering with things. He is building things. He is he is. Uh, he is occupying himself with uh, with his uh, revigorated engineer skills of old. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, and I came up with a new device, and I am. Um, this is a an incredible. It's a. It is. You know. Okay. It in the world of the most expensive things in talking about appliances within my house, okay? Think of all your appliances, your dishwasher, your washer, your refrigerator. By far and away, the most expensive device in my house is my hot water heater. And, and okay, think about this, pack. The hot water heater, everybody takes showers. Everybody shower every day untold loads of laundry and I bet it's really amazing at your place with the kids and everything but that I have created this invention it is just absolutely phenomenal um, and it is a substitute water heating device it is totally hands off the entire thing fits in a five gallon bucket and i can take it on the road with me uh, you know what i'm suffering from pack i got to be honest with you i can't scrape the nickels together i need to purchase the parts for it but uh you know the way this works is uh about five hundred dollars worth of stuff and this thing is built and that's the cost of the prototype the finished device i'm not even going to keep it I'm going to throw it out there for free. So, you know, if if somebody wants to wants to be a part of inventing something really cool that everybody can have part mm-hmm. of, have them give you a call. Put your number out there again. Uh, give me a call. 303-809-3343. You know, folks, I, you know, when you're in your 70s, you start looking at things that are more important in life i'm not going to die a rich man and i don't want to if i had if i had some pocket change i'd already have this thing built but uh you know things are tight i live on social security give me give me a call and i got my phone is ringing right now so don't uh you know if you can wait till after the show i will uh I'll get back to you. Leave me a voicemail, a voice message, and I will call you back. Because this thing is so cool. It fits in a five-gallon bucket. You take it with you. Guess what? I'm out in my camp trailer all the time. And hot water is an expensive item. This baby makes unlimited hot water for free. That's all I got. That's all I got. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, especially if you're in in a camping environment, like if you're if you're camping a a RV center, I mean, the one of the most expensive items in your RV is that little tiny electric water heater that's only heating one gallon, one or two gallons at a time, but is drawing a huge amount of electricity off the hookup that you're on, and you're paying for that. 
Right. I mean, so you know, you 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 know, folks. The, it it sounds it sounds simple and it sounds minuscule, but it's like I put. I put low flow flappers on the inside internals of my toilets at home and it's saving us 30 bucks a month in water. You know, those little things add up huge and, and it's just, this is something that's going to, that you can build yourself. You can maintain yourself. You don't need a specialized technician with a gas hazmat or an electrician's degree or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's simple. It's an easy idea. I've seen the plans for it. You're going to love it. Make, yeah, make sure know, make sure you hit the rev up and find out more about it because uh, it's a cool thing. Uh, he's definitely more, like I said, inventive in his days. And 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 I do I do YouTube videos that are kind of survival apocalypse type videos, uh, garage apocalypse things you could make with things you find in a rundown world. And uh, he sent me some of his ideas lately, and and they're pretty cool. They're pretty. I mean, they such simple ideas. It's just like, why is this not everywhere? Well, I'll tell you why it's not everywhere. Because the gas company and the electric company don't want you doing this stuff for free. Yeah, and and, uh, and but that doesn't mean it's not possible. It just means that it's not profitable to those who run the system. You bet. And it, you know, and it's like this: you want to be part of something. You know, we got people like Al Gore. They talk about, oh, well, you know, we got to go green. We're going to save the planet. You know, Al Gore ain't throwing anything out there for free. And and my whole deal is when when this is built. And it's so simple. The proof of concept is already done. Now I'm just gathering parts, but parts cost money. And uh, so anyway, that's why I threw that out there. And I want you to know this. Here's your survival hint. Uh, This is uh, totally off the subject. Again, I'm the Rev 303-809-3343. But here's a little factoid. You're going to love this. Everybody knows what a 55-gallon drum looks like, right? That's uh, obviously it holds 55 gallons. Think about this. It weighs over 400 pounds if you filled it with pinto beans from top to bottom. Okay. <laughs> so that's... I, I don't mean to laugh at that, but it, but I, you know, everybody knows the Rev is my father. And so, like, when he said that, I just, I just got this, of course you would know that <laughs> type of thing. And so, right. uh, but yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so it weighs over 400 pounds. Now, get this. 400 pounds of pinto beans, and all this is rounded off math, okay? So that's 600,000 calories. And you think, wow, that that's a lifetime's worth of calories. The reality is it's only two and a half months, 75 days' worth of calories, at a minimal, a survival diet, 2,000 calories. That's two and a half months for a couple. You know, they, I'm trying to give you an idea 
And, that's, people, and that's, if, that's if you could stomach eating beans every single meal of every single day. At least day. you'll have and, your own private I source mean, of gas. Yeah, I'm, okay. yeah, you'll have your own privacy too. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, th- th- those are things that you learn in this class that you teach. Things that people don't think about. Like, you know, people think that a 55-gallon drum of water is a lot of water and it's going to last them a long time. But it's not. Not. Like, and, but folks, we're going to go to a quick break stick with us uh give our sponsors a listen here uh they keep a radio on float keep us coming to you guys we'll be Have back in a moment fun, folks get your pencils out Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Tune in to Swamp Fight Wednesday at 5 p.m. when I'll be joined by the MyPillow guy himself, Mike Lindell. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on AM 1360. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. folks we're back man you know what i can't believe it we're half done with this show already and we've only talked about a couple of things but you know i was hitting on that uh that 55 gallon drum of pinto beans okay it takes obviously a lot to fill a 55 gallon drum of pinto beans okay here you go duh it takes 55 gallons of pinto beans but when you think about a bag of pinto beans is uh you know just about a pound and you can get a five pound bag okay so how many does it take to put 
400 pounds of pintos in this. Well, you know, and, and okay, so 400 pounds of pinto beans, you know, pack, I, it, that's mighty bland food. You know, that's like a 1,000 pounds of rice. It might keep you alive, but it tastes, it needs some help. Yeah, well, I mean, in the whole, just just the gravity of all of this stuff, like, you know, right before we went on break, I said, you know, you look at a 55-gallon drum of fresh drinking water and you're thinking to yourself, wow, that's, I've got a lot of water put away for an emergency. Do you know that the average shower is 17 gallons? Yeah, and that's seventeen gallons of water. I a mean, high efficiency like, shower head. Yeah, I mean, you're you're every time you flush your toilet, you're talking a couple gallons of water. If you have a low efficiency, a high efficiency, maybe a gallon, and in a home toilet, and you're using a in you're flushing your toilet how many times a day? I mean, it, like even your Fifty-five gallon drum of pinto beans requires a lot of water to make that Absolutely. cookable. You know, so I mean, these, <laughs> these are things that uh, that you're just your average prepper who's like, oh, I went to the store and I bought a twenty-four pack of of water of bottled water and I threw it in my closet and it's like, well, great. What are you going to do tomorrow? Right. You know, I mean, that's how fast that type of stuff and and the gravity of what it is. Like, you know, we have we have grocery stores on every single corner in the major metropolitan area like Denver, Colorado. Can you imagine how, it's hard for people to grasp how fine of a line the supply chain walks to keep that functional. Because if you had even just a couple days of disruption, you're talking about grocery stores everywhere being out of everything. I mean, the the amount of supplies that have to come in and go out of a city on a daily basis just to maintain minimum function is... Every one of those stores, think about this, Pac, every one of them stores has two, and this is just if it's a local... Neighborhood King Supers or Safeway will have two semis backed up to it every single day. Well, how long does it take to empty that store in the event of a crisis? We, I, I ran a small gas station, and every item we sold, most of it came from different vendors. Some of them came from large-scale vendors like Cormark and McLean and those type of guys that provide several items. But every vendor that came into that little gas station came to our gas station twice a week to restock those shelves and we were just a tiny little corner gas station i mean can you imagine and you know in most crisis situation if all of a sudden everybody's like oh crap something bad's about to happen we need to stock up on food they're not going to the little gas station they're going to the grocery store and when grocery store a runs out of this they're going to b and when b runs out of it they're going to c and these stores start depleting at unheard of levels And and here's a scary thought Here's here's really scary. That's that's if you keep getting your um, what percentage of the population does their grocery shopping with government cards with or on credit cards or because nobody's got cash anymore. So as the society begins to collapse, as it begins to shrink, if you don't know how to get by. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to die. That's Boy, that, the bottom yeah, line. And, and that that no cash thing, 
that that's no joke. My son went out during the deep freeze and knocked on people's doors and offered to uh, shovel their snow. And two people he had to turn down because they didn't have they didn't Can have you cash. Take a credit yeah, card? no, that's what they literally said. They said, "Do you have Cash App or Venmo?" My son is thirteen years old. Right. What you know what I mean? And and so it's like, you know, he he just ended up losing like. Forty or fifty dollars worth of business that afternoon because people don't have cash anymore. No, not and even not even a shiny silver coin. No, and you and know it's that's like, yeah. Which, and, and I just shoveled their walk for a new one ounce silver coin. Oh yeah, if they gave him a Morgan dollar, I'd give him cash for that. You bet. <laughs> I I trade it out, but it's like I ended up setting up my Venmo accounts on his phone so he could at least get paid when the opportunity arises but it's like that's ridiculous and and when when we're talking about the type of crises that we're talking about your your systems aren't going to be up and running to process your venmo and cash apps you know that's just not the way it's going to work society is so pathetically unprepared for any kind of crisis even even the average guy on the street who has a job, goes to work every day, been there maybe 20 years. When we see a collapse, oh, well, what's going to cause a collapse? I'll go into that some other show. But when we see things start to implode, imploding, to collapse upon themselves, how many people are going to make it? How many, seriously, can you, uh, you know, this well, is a test. And everything, everything relies on the same system. It doesn't matter. Your grocery store relies on the same monetary system that your gas station does, that your household does, that all of this does. So if you suffer something like hyperinflation or you suffer something like complete national bankruptcy, that affects everything. It doesn't just affect this company or this family or this business or this or this or that. Everything goes down, which means your grocery stores go down too. Your, you know, your banks go down. Your water company goes down. Your electric company goes down. Like these are not things that are independent from each other. And so appear yeah, to be independent. Yeah, but they're not. They're all still using the same banking systems. They're all still using everything operating on the same system and everything is wonderful when all that technology and that system is functioning the way it's supposed to function. That's right. But when it doesn't, when it doesn't, most people, I mean, we got, I'm going to talk about this, probably not this show, but maybe next one, you know, because there's more to it than just one or two items, but we got AIs on our phone now that will write your speeches for you, that will answer all your questions for you that will do all this stuff so that you don't even have to practice the thought of the process of critical thinking anymore. And that's the way this system is designed to do. It's designed to tear down your ability to be dependent on anything but the system. And it wants you to come to them for all the answers. And this is designed for you to find your own answers, for you to find your own solutions to those answers. So one more time, folks, this is the reason you need to go to this Longmont Survival and Prepper show. I'm serious. Um, You know, 
March 2nd and 3rd. Mark your calendar. I'm I'm trying to talk Pac-Man into it right now, but i got to get permission from the show promoter. I would love to do a live remote from that show. That would be so cool. And, uh, you know, we did the live remote, if you remember, from from the Warriors Revolution, and we had people come in, put them on the air and when we did an open house there. So we're going to be at this show, the uh, Pac-Man and I, and, uh, you know, again, 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Be there or be square because it's going to be a kick in the butt. All right, folks, we're going to go on another quick commercial break. Stick with us, and we'll be back in a moment. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted, and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks' worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. folks we are back so we're gonna we're gonna transition away from uh uh the uh survival stuff um you know just keep that in mind no no mr bill we'll we'll talk about it uh over the next couple shows as well so um you know you can always go to 1360.com after or 1360khnc.com and uh listen to the podcast versions of the shows so that uh you know you can get any information that you might missed but uh yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna head. We only got like fifteen minutes left, so we're not gonna really be able to do a whole traditional show uh, about uh, you know politics and social problems and and things like that. But let's uh, let's move on to another topic. You know, I I was talking about uh, programming. 
right. the, the, the programming of society. I talked a lot about it on our last show uh, last weekend with uh, giving some examples of some social experiments that were conducted that I felt were pretty applicable to uh, the condition that our society is in. But you know, there's there's very few issues that are going on right now that are not manufactured and constructed issues. Um, they're not natural societal issues. <clears throat> you know, like transgenderism, uh, the whole AI movement, the whole you know, there's a whole bunch of different contributing factors to these things. And what they're what they're really designed to do is they're designed to break down the way that people value themselves and other people within society. And and the reason for that is is because y- you will find that when you start to feel something is worthless, you no longer particularly care what happens to it. Right. So the atrocities that take place around the world when you no longer value life the way you should don't have an impact on you anymore. You ha- you see people that, that tend to make excuses for losses of life or horrible things that happen. And, it's, and it, what it really is is because they've just disconnected from the value of what things are. And what I mean is, is so like, okay, I read a story that they're producing artificial meat at 640 tons a day made out of human stem cells that they're growing stuff with. Now, never mind your moral implications, but what I mean for, what I mean by the social, metaphorical, and physical reprogramming of society is these things all fit together. You, I, I said we got the AI that goes out there and does simple tasks for people so they no longer have to develop pro, simple problem-solving skills and abilities. We've got simple things like self-checkouts, things that are programmed to do your job, to devalue the importance you see on your abilities we have things like we have things like the transgender movements that are not that are are serious issues but they're not social they're not natural social issues they're not issues that society progresses to these are created these are created social issues that are designed to do things like separate you from the connection of your own identity right and then you know this this human meat farming it, it's another psychological concept of making people view humanity as nothing more than a food source or cattle and and what this is all designed to do is it's designed to promote a a, a feeling and a condition of worthlessness within people well once something becomes worthless you don't have any regrets about eliminating it, about getting rid of it. There you go. If you had a value on something, you wouldn't want to destroy it. You wouldn't want to tear it down. You wouldn't want to trash it, and you wouldn't want to get rid of it. So so before you go on, before you go further, what you're saying is one of the new artificial meat manufacturing techniques originates from human stem cells. Yeah, and you know why? You know what the reason is behind that? The reason is behind that is because the companies that are doing it say, we have far more extensive knowledge of human medicine and human anatomy than we do of animals. So that makes it easier for us to understand the concept of growing human tissue. Essentially what you're saying is 
certain lab-grown meats are, amount to nothing more than cannibalism if you eat them. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's stem cells that are bathed in a nutrient-rich fluid that begin to grow and weave fibers together and basically create meat compounds. I think I'm going to be sick. Through a near, through some of it even in a very similar process to 3D printing. I mean, it's like one day kind of this is not people are like, oh, this is absolutely disgusting, and it is. It really is. But I mean, truth be told, most people would never think of eating their dog either but in some parts of the world it's a common place i'm not saying that eating people is a common practice anymore but what i'm saying is you know it's neither here nor there whether it's it's gross or not it's the concept behind right. why it's happening there was that a is 19, scary a 1980s movie called soylent green yeah recycle the overpopulation and they simply they had garbage trucks that scooped up rioters food rioters food rioters folks people rioting because there was not enough food and they were transformed through these giant mega factories into the world's favorite food there was soylent green there was soylent red soylent yellow but far and away the public demanded soylent green and now granted you know we're not talking about scooping up homeless people and turning them into hamburgers that's not what's happening here but the the concept is i mean just laboratory grown meats from human stem cells like even just say that to yourself and whether you believe in in stem cell technology or the use of stem cells just saying that that combination of words make you step back i I think i'm gonna go get sick now but folks we're gonna go on a last quick break we've only got a short five minute segment coming up stick with us and we will be right back This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. This is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. If you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly, and we had Bleed Stop with us, and we put it on the wound, and it stopped the bleeding. Bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding, certainly not if you're on a blood thinner. Bleed Stop works. Simply put Bleed Stop onto any cut or wound, apply pressure, and watch the bleeding stop. Easy to apply. It doesn't burn. It doesn't sting. Take away your bleeding fear. Bleed Stop absolutely works even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds. Bleed Stop is used in emergency rooms across the country. Bleed Stop only works if you have it on hand. Imagine what Bleed Stop can do for a serious cut. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Get yours today. Oh! 
All right, wow. folks, we are back, and man, it's like we're, we're there. Where did the time go? We This segment is really short-packed, really yeah. short. But, you know, just just a quick recap. I mean, the any one of these things that I brought up from the AI to the human meatpacking plants to the uh, to the the different social social chaos issues um, you know I mean it, it breaks that stuff breaks down pretty simple when it, whenever policy is failing you create a culture war I mean that's that there's no joke about that but I talked about uh, why that's so easy on the last show when I talked about a, a an experiment in victim in creating false victimhood in people in the way that they reacted to it uh, you know you, you'd have to tune into the last show and I don't got enough time to explain that again uh, on this show, but you know this is this is not this is not just random happen happenstance. I mean, the KGB has been saying it since the Cold War started. You break a country like America down by psychologically reconditioning what yeah. is acceptable to their people. I mean, this is and the the idea you know that that you could. That you would even, I don't know, I guess, even feel comfortable with the idea of eating a hamburger grown from stem cells from a human. Like, I, I would rather do the Demolition Man where where Sylvester Stallone is in the sewer eating a rat burger and he just was surprised by how good it tastes. Like, you know, I mean, but I don't know. It's... it's it's disturbing on so many levels that I can't even describe well, it's, it. It's disturbing to me that there were people who founded a company and said, "Hey, yeah, we should make we should make lab-grown human meat, not beef, not pork. There's stems, there's beef and pork stem cells, but no, we should make human meat. That was the option they went with." You know, they, they sat down in a board meeting and said, yeah, we should do this. Yeah, they sat in front of otherwise intelligent people and sold them on the idea of growing human meat. Yeah. Now, and you're just going, my mind is blown. And and not only that, but the 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 psychology of the person sitting across the table says, where do I send the check? Yeah. Where do I invest my money? I want to buy stock in this company. Yeah. What? I want to I, buy stock in a human farming operation. Like that's that's the type of perversion that is that is running this world right now. And uh, I'm telling you, you want to talk about a crisis. You want to talk about all this this crisis preparation stuff. Well. Yeah, you better be ready for it because if we want to ever change from what's happening right now, it's going to take a crisis. Yeah, and, and if if this human-grown meat is even one percent simpler to grow than lab-grown beef or pork, when when society collapses and the government shows up to feed people, you can bet. It's going to be human-grown meat on the truck, not beef or pork. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Because you know the government. If it's a dollar cheaper and they can make you do it, they're going to. I'm well, yeah, and the concept that you could just harvest people the same way you 
basically harvest a, a field full of carrots. You know, it's, right. it's just it's disturbing that people even would consider that. Yeah, you and, could grow it in a heated barn. That's all the more it would re- 